Mom always told me to be a good boy, but the world said I could be anything I wanted to be, which is great, because I want to be a problem. No, I won't dive into sex, drugs, or gender confusion. To the world, that would make me a good little boy. I will learn formal logic and adhere firmly to the concept of objective truth. I will commit myself absolutely to the authority of the Word of God and make friends with Augustine, Luther, Calvin, Chesterton, Lewis, and the U.S. Constitution. I hope to grow up and love only one woman, a woman at least as clear-thinking and rebellious in this world as I will be, who knows where true beauty lies and who will never let me stop striving to be the biggest problem I can be. I will give my life for hers and aim to have a family large enough to require specialty automobiles. We will worship in a church unashamed of the gospel and live in a community of families doing the same. I will work myself to the bone providing for my family and I will make sure my kids all fall in love with Narnia and Middle Earth, that they will all know how to think, that evolution will make them giggle, and rainbows will make them think of Noah and his archiarchy. Like I said, I will be a problem, immune to all that is hip and trendy and now. Singing songs that are centuries old, savoring good wine and great whiskey, dancing and laughing and feasting while the enemies of God scowl and glower in shelter in place. Hey, little boy, the world says, what do you want to be when you grow up? I want to be a metastasizing cancer of conservative Christian culture, devouring Marx's impotent progressive dream and building a resurrected Western world. I want to be a stomper of stupid sandcastles, an exposer of poisonous lies. I want my life to be a monument to the triune creator God who made us all, the kind of monument you and yours will never be able to tear down. Oh, and farm. Thanks for asking. New St. Andrews College. Liberal Arts for Outlaws. You gotta drop a beat to this. Handles Messiah, I mean, man. I mean, it's, it's, it's Christmas. I get it, it's Advent, but I need a beat to my intro. We got three seconds and you couldn't let three seconds go without talking over it. I think, I, this is glorious, but I need a beat. <laughs> <laughs> hey y'all, welcome to Cross Politics on the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Pastor Toby, Chuck Knox, I'm the Waterboy. And as you know, during Advent season right now, uh, you sign up for a, a gold or plat, yeah, gold or platinum. Yeah. And uh, we'll send you, uh, man, these fantastic Kodiak water bottles. And also, everyone who signs up uh, gets to participate at the gold and platinum level, gets uh, access to our magazine subscription. It's right into it. Magazine oh, nice. subscription, right there. And I just read the ad that you were supposed to and, 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 read. And, that's and you know why you need a magazine subscription? <laughs> I didn't know that was the ad. I, I was going to just do <laughs> no, this. You and just then took the you, whole. You were actually, that was the ad. Yeah. We had slated for you. It's that, been a full day for me. I'm good. That's, okay, good. That's what happens right. when you interrupt Handel's Messiah. I just think yeah. you just oh, start that, messing up. Throw so, everything yeah. I've been, I've been so, cursed. The reason why you need the magazine is because that's kind of our lo-fi Uncancelable. Yeah, we're canceled on. We're suspended on YouTube again this week. I was week. gonna it's, say that. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, no, but you, when, but hey, when, I got, it, I got. It. We're, we're suspended on YouTube this week, so that's why our Lo-Fi magazine. You got, you got, you got to get. <laughs> so, um, do you do you want to? I'll keep going. Keep going. So, <laughs> just keep going, please. Don't a, stop. As you guys know, like the COVID pandemic hasn't stopped. What the COVID pandemic stuff? It's over. No, it's not over. And and actually, our guest uh, Matt Strickland. Uh, literally uh, was dealing with, he has this restaurant in Virginia 
and he uh, was fighting against the COVID tyranny, keeping his restaurant open and so forth. And and the cops came this last week to confiscate. This week? This last week. Okay. During Christmas and Advent? I know. <laughs> hey, they confiscate all his liquor. These Grinches. Yeah. And 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 they also um, took away his alcohol license or whatever, suspended, whatever, suspended his alcohol license. But um, we got a little video. So last week when the cops came, he he just popped up his phone and yeah. started taking video and interviewing the cops. As you should always do. As you should always do. You check, check out what happened last week with Matt. What's going on in this country right now? The reason that we're in the situation we're in as the United States of America, you're part of the problem, sir. Ooh. So you can't complain about what the president's doing. You can't complain about the state that the country's in right now. You can't, you can't complain about how screwed up it is. You're part of the problem, sir. You're just doing your job. So many people were just doing their job for Hitler Ooh. back in Germany. You as well, sir. That goes, that goes for you as well. That goes for you as well. That goes for all of you. That goes for all of you, man. There's no excuse. There's zero excuse. Yeah, wrapping up his beer in the corner. Just doing my job. That's not an excuse anymore, man. That's not an excuse. You guys just doing your job is facilitating what's going on in this country right now. You're shutting down a man's livelihood for not following COVID mandates that didn't do anything, anything to prevent COVID. And it was actually detrimental to the community. And not just the community, to our kids, man. It set our kids back so many years, these mandates. It set small businesses back so many years. It destroyed small businesses, man. It destroyed them. It destroyed families. It destroyed our community. And it destroyed our country. And nobody in here gives a damn about that. They're just doing their job. Just doing their job. And they're going to continue to do their job. All to preserve themselves. Look at them. Nothing is more important than themselves, man. Their country is not as important as themselves. I guess your family's not either, sir. Because if you got children, you're setting them up for failure. By not standing up right now, today, you're setting your kids up for failure. You're setting your family up for failure. And you're destroying your country. I hope you feel good about that. I hope you can sleep well at night. You won't be able to once you find out what you're actually doing to your country. You won't be able to sleep well at night. Trust me. It may not hit you today, but it'll hit you. It'll hit you eventually. And I hope you can live with yourself. I spent many years of my life overseas fighting for my country just to come home and have the same government that I fought for destroy everything that I've worked my entire life for. But you're just doing your job, man. Just doing your job. Gestapo. Man. Matt Strickland, 15-year veteran, owner of Gourmelts. Matt and his wife, Maria, and their four children live in Fredericksburg, Virginia. Matt is running for Senate. Matt, thanks for coming on Cross Politic. Thank you so much for having me on, fellas, and, and getting this story out there. Absolutely. So when go back to 2020, when, when COVID lockdowns first go down, um, what happened for you and your restaurant? Well, what happened is when it first kicked off COVID, I had no idea what COVID was about. So I listened to the recommendations yeah. and I shut my restaurant down in March of 2020. Mm. Um, but it didn't take me long to realize that there was something going on here that just didn't feel right. And in June of 2020, so three months later, the governor of Virginia said, Okay, restaurants, you can open back up, but under these provisions. 
and they put those mandates in place. And it was then that I said, okay, something's going on that is 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 most definitely not right. These mandates are about control. They are not about our health and safety. That's right. And they just it, it, and I knew that because they just absolutely made zero sense. The governor told me that nobody can sit at my bar, but that I can pull the table up to the bar and they could sit there. <laughs> the governor said that you had to wear a mask when you walk through the front door, but as soon as you sit down at a table, somehow you were safe and you could take your mask off. Just arbitrary rules. I could go on and on and on. That just absolutely made no sense. And they were obviously stripping my guests and my employees and myself of our constitutional rights. Right. And as I said in that video, I spent a lot of my adult life fighting in Iraq and Afghanistan against dictatorships. And this started to feel like a dictatorship and I wasn't going to be complicit in it. So I did the only thing that I could do, and and that was fight back by not complying. So once I did that, the governor and the Virginia Department of Health, they stripped me of my health department license. Ah. Um, but I didn't stop. I kept operating business as usual. And um, in the state of Virginia, your ABC license, your license to sell alcohol, is connected to your health department license. So once they suspended my health department license, I automatically lost my ABC license. So that's how that happened. Okay. Um, well, I went to court with the Virginia Department of Health and I beat them. I was able to prove that these mandates were in fact unconstitutional and they had to give me my health department license back. Ah, okay. So not, not too long after that, uh, Glenn Youngkin, he won the governorship here in uh, Virginia. Right. Um, Jason Meares won the attorney general spot. Um, so now we had a re Republican governor, a Republican attorney general, and everybody was celebrating, including myself. We were happy because they promised us COVID mandates would be done. And so would the prosecution of them. Um, but however, um, something different happened. Mm -hmm. I reached out to his office from day one and I told him, Hey guys, I'm still down here fighting COVID mandates. And now I'm being prosecuted under your administration. Um, I sent emails. I sent uh, text messages, phone calls. I even told them face to face and I didn't hear anything back from them. Um, so we went to before the ABC board and, and the argument was simple. We said, hey, you took my ABC license only because the Virginia Department of Health took my health department license. Well, we went to court and we beat the Virginia Department of Health in court and they had to give me my health department license back. So now you should have to give me my ABC license back. It makes sense, right? Yeah. Um, well, they had other plans. It's a very liberal ABC board. It was put in place by the former governor. Mm -hmm. And uh, what they said was, hey, Matt, it doesn't matter if the reason behind you being stripped of your ABC license was unconstitutional. It doesn't matter if it was illegal or not right. The fact is that we took it from you and you didn't comply. And for that reason, we're going to keep it suspended. And they did. So wow. at that point, I uh, I had no choice but to fight, continue to fight back by not complying. So that's what I did. I kept my bar open. I kept serving alcohol. <laughs> and as I told you, at this time, it was it was under a Republican governor and a Republican attorney general. And I kept making phone calls to them. I kept telling them, hey, guys, I'm out here fighting COVID, man. They still where are you guys at? You campaigned on the, the the promise that you would be getting rid of COVID mandates. Um, and 
I heard nothing back from them until two Fridays ago when the Virginia State Police and ABC agents raided my restaurant and stripped me of my livelihood. Wow. And that's and that's the video, the video footage that we're seeing. Yeah. And that's the and that's and that's the video. Yep. And what did you hear from the governor's office? You said you finally heard from them or just just the agents coming? I heard I didn't hear anything from them. I, 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 I the agents showed up at my restaurant to to take all of my alcohol. That was it. I never heard anything from them. And um, I can tell you guys right now the reason why they didn't reach out to help me in my situation. Um, the reason why they didn't live up to their campaign promises is directly related to me running for state Senate right now. Mm. Um, I am, I am running as a Republican, but I'm very vocal about calling out not only Democrats that are running this country to the ground, but I'm very vocal about calling out Republicans that are doing the same thing. And whenever I speak at any, uh, Republican GOP meetings, any kind of forums that I speak at, um, I, I'm, 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 I do not lie. I tell them the truth as to why I'm running. And I tell them, right. I, I tell, I say, listen, I'm not a Republican. I'm not a Democrat. I'm an American. I'm a patriot. That's it. Yeah. I'm coming to represent for the people, not a political party. Unfortunately, they've made it. So you have to run as either a Republican or a Democrat or else you're not going to win. Mm -hmm. So I'm running as a Republican. And the reason for that is because I'm a Christian. And you guys know as well as I do, Democrats are trying to take God out of everything right now. Yeah. Yes, um, they're trying to take God out of schools. They're trying to take God out of church. Yeah. They're trying to take God out of the government. And we're, they use we're the doing excuse. that. The church is doing that. The church is taking God out of church. <laughs> yeah, you're right about that. And you know, they use the excuse of, of the separation between church and state. Right. But um, you and I both know that the reason our forefathers um, even made that statement was to make sure that the state stays out of churches, not the other way around. Right. Right. And um, and because I'm a Christian and I hold Christian values, um, I'm running as a conservative Republican. Right. Um, but like I said, I'm very vocal about all of these Republicans. And unfortunately, Virginia's full of them who are uh, are not representing for the people the right way. And and for that reason, um, none of these Republican politicians uh, want to help me out, including the governor. Why, why did it? Oh, OK, now I had, you just changed my question. What I saw something on your Facebook page that said that the attorney general did have some people, Jason, what is it, Mirez? Yeah, Mirez. Mirez. They did have somebody reach out to you, correct? Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he he he, he did have somebody reach out to me. And um, they they what they said, well, actually, they didn't reach out to me. They reached out to my consultant. And um, what they told my consultant was, hey, listen, you know, we're, we're we're trying to work with the ABC board behind the scenes and um, we'll be able to help Matt out. But we uh, basically what they said was. We're not going to do anything for him unless he apologizes to those police officers on that video. Wow. A apologize for what? What did you take from they, them? Well, <laughs> yeah, exactly. They want me to apologize. They want me to apologize to the guys that came into my restaurant and stripped me of my livelihood. What they said was that I was comparing them to Nazis. Now, you see on that video that I said, I'm in 100% support of police. I told them in that video, that uniform that you have on right now does not represent what you're doing. I told them that 
the the term that they kept telling me that day over and over i'm just doing my job i told them that's the same excuse that nazis used back in germany right why is that any different right because today they're stripping me of my livelihood who knows what that'll progress to in the future right absolutely absolutely so because the police officers have hurt feelings the Republican side that for is stripping a man of his livelihood. Right, right, yeah. right. Because they were following after a tradition that isn't American and <laughs> does have more of its roots inside of Germany than America, because these men are supposed to be sworn to the Constitution, which allows you to operate with your business. And because they didn't say no, they're hurt emotionally. <laughs> and so I feel so bad for them I, all of a sudden. I, and so because of that, the attorney general is like, because their feelings are hurt. Your legal standing doesn't have any sort of foundation for him to fight for. Is that am I understanding that properly? <laughs> that that came from somebody that works for the attorney generals and it went to my GC and it, and then it came back to me. And it's obviously true because I'm not issuing an apology because I didn't say anything wrong. Right. And uh, they're not helping me at all. If you guys notice, look on Governor Glenn Youngkin's social media page. Um, look on Jason Miaris's social media page. Since this happened to me, they have not even acknowledged that it happened. They won't even comment on the situation, which is is very weird, don't you think? <laughs> so, Matt, yeah, th- th- did this happen or has this happened to anyone else? Is this just you there inside of Virginia? Nope. Okay, so this is unique to you. This is a unique situation that yep. was really yep. brought up because you really didn't want to tell people to put a mask on their face. That's it. I'm the only restaurant in Virginia that stood up and fought back. I'm the only one. A couple a couple tried to at the beginning, uh, but as soon as they were threatened to lose their license, they uh, they backed out and they stopped fighting. And I'll tell you right now, the reason why we're in the situation that we're in as a country is because everybody who knew what was going on was wrong. Instead of standing up and fighting back, they just blindly complied with the mandates if every restaurant owner in virginia that knew what was happening was wrong if they would have stood with me there would have been nothing that the government could do no facts no power there absolutely absolutely i said i said that about the church if the church in america had stayed open that we never would have had a pandemic the church literally could have stopped what happened right yeah so what's your recourse right now uh well so i uh already appealed it and it went to a judge and of course the judge upheld the state's decision um so my only recourse right now is for the governor to get involved um he has executive power to fire the entire abc board and replace them tomorrow wow um with 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 uh with whoever he wants to replace them with with the people that will um do what he wants to do you know as because it's it's the, the ABC board, they're political appointees. So the governor gets to choose yeah. who the board members are and they serve a term. And um, the, the the current board, their term is not up yet, but the governor can fire each and every one of them because he did it with the parole board when he, when he first took office ah. back in January. He came in and the parole board, they were letting out violent criminals left and right. Yeah. And he told them, hey, listen, this is my administration. So you either do what I want you to do or you're fired. And they didn't, and he fired them all. So he can do the same thing with the ABC board, replace them tomorrow with cons- with conservative members, and uh, they can drop the charges against me, and I will be back open, business as usual, the next day. Uh, but he won't, because he knows that all that will do w- is is uh, 
it'll 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 in effect support my campaign and it'll let the people know that I'm not going to stop fighting until I win. And if he allows me to have a victory in this, um, it will just uh, it'll, it'll it'll in a nutshell, it'll help my campaign. And that's something that they don't want to do because I am not beholden to the Republican Party. Right. I'm coming to crush the establishment. So they don't want to support me. Well, see, when you say stuff like true. that, Matt, I can see why they you don't want You should apologize you. for saying uh, that. I mean, You're hurting Republicans' feelings right now. Uh, well, I mean, they're so... Well, um, why not anybody else in the house, in the Senate there with you too, or in the House there? You, you guys' own... Um, any other po- yeah, how much? What other politicians have gotten behind you or said, "Well, this is outrageous"? Um, have you had anybody else partner with you in that way outside of the governor? Outside of every state, every state senator in Virginia, every delegate in Virginia, um, which is close to two hundred people, only one, only one has stood up and came out publicly and said, "Hey, Governor Youngkin." Matt Strickland needs an answer. Why did your Virginia State Police go raid his restaurant? Only one out of almost 200. Isn't that crazy? That's wow. crazy. What about what about like your mayor or local uh like you know sheriff. Kind of, uh, local sheriff? Oh my goodness. Um, you know, are they standing up for you? Are they getting involved? No, so check this out. And I haven't even I haven't put this recording out yet, but I'm going to. So as the Virginia State Police were at my restaurant, uh ripping my livelihood from me i called my sheriff good on and, you uh, and i you. said hey listen i said the virginia state police are at my restaurant right now serving an unconstitutional search warrant i need you as my elected constitutional sheriff to yep. come down here and intervene yep and you know what he told me i'm not getting involved in another organization search warrant deal with it in the court man man <laughs> Isn't that crazy? That's crazy. Have, have you had any follow-up conversation with him at all? I mean, I know he said he no, wanted to get involved, but no, I had I've had none, and uh it's politically charged as well. Right. So at the beginning of the when I first started fighting COVID mandates, before I went to court um with the Virginia Department of Health, um, the week before I went to court, a lot of my supporters were going down to the sheriff's office. So he called me, and when he called me, he said, Hey Matt. I support everything that you're doing. You're standing up for the Constitution, and I'm a constitutional sheriff, and just praise what I was doing. And then he said, can you ask your supporters to stop coming down to my office? And I said, well, sir, <laughs> the reason they're coming down to your office is because they want to know what you're going to do next week, because I'm going to court. And if I lose, I'm telling you right now, I'm not going to shut my restaurant down. So they want to know what you're going to do. At that point, because I'm sure they're going to put out an arrest warrant for me. They want to know what you, as our sheriff, are going to do at that point. So after he just got done praising me and telling me I'm standing up for the Constitution, he said, well, if they put out a warrant for your arrest, I got to come get you. And I said, wait a minute. You just got done telling me I'm doing the right thing and I'm standing up for the Constitution. Now you're telling me you're going to come arrest me? And that's the world we're living in today, fellas. Wow. Man, what about a local pastor? Is a local pastor stood up for you? You know, oh, absolutely. I've had multiple pastors here. The community, the community has stood behind me 110%. I mean, as soon as my story became public uh, back in 2021, I had people flying to my restaurant from California, from Uh Iowa, from Idaho, from everywhere. And I would ask them, 
Because my restaurant is right off of Interstate 95. Yeah. You can walk to the exit from my restaurant. Okay. So we get a lot of visitors that are just rolling up and down the road. Yeah. So I would ask these people, um, you know, where are you traveling to? You just stopping by? How'd you hear about us? And they would tell me, nope, I flew over here from California or wherever it was just to come to your restaurant and shake your hand and be inside of this building and be a part of what's going on. Wow. And man, I'm telling you right now, that filled me with, it, I, I get chills every time I say it, yeah, man, because yeah. uh, it, 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 it blew my mind because when my wife and I made the decision to stand up and, and, and fight back against these COVID mandates, we didn't know which way it was going to go. We thought it was going to be the end of our business. We thought that we're the only ones in the world that recognize what's going on is insane. <laughs> we, you know what it is? But it, so, so to have the support that we have in the community, it just means so much to me, but it also disappoints me that everybody in the community and across the nation supports me and there's still nothing we can do about it. Right. So, but you are running for Senate. I kind of have two different things I want to talk about. I want to talk about what is your intent with your company moving forward. And the other thing is if you get elected, what is that? What kind of authority does that give you to then move forward with other things so this doesn't happen again? Because you still got to deal with, you know, the Senate. You, uh, you got to deal with uh, your, your governor. You got to deal with the local authority. You still kind of have a horrible setup there. But what kind of authority does it have to give you to move forward with making sure this doesn't happen? Well, the, the authority that it will give me is I'm able to introduce legislation to make sure that this never happens again. But you got one person and, who might vote with you. <laughs> <laughs> well, so the legislation that I'm going to introduce is conservative legislation. So these Republican state senators and delegates, if they don't vote with me, what that's going to do is that's that's going to show their constituents that they're not actually conservative and they're yeah. not they're not actually ready to fight for the people. Yeah. And so what are that what that'll do is is uh it'll make their constituents vote for somebody else next time. Yeah. What about um I know we've been asking about everybody like what about Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> isn't somebody's dog on your side? Um <laughs> Lieutenant Governor uh Winsome Sears. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Is she really conservative? I mean I I get the impression. I mean have you reached out to her office? Crickets. Nothing. Crickets. Man. And 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 uh and I know her. Okay. She stopped by. So when all these people were on the campaign trail back uh, in uh, oh yeah. back in late 2020. Photo op. All of these people came by my restaurant because of the story. And they wanted to take pictures with me and show that they're supporting a conservative patriot. Wow. And I met all these people. I have all these people's cell phone numbers. They have my cell phone number. And none of them have reached out to help me. None of them have even... None of them have even commented on social media and, and just said something as simple as what happened to Matt Strickland and Gore Meltz is unconstitutional. It's not right. And it wow. should never happen again. They won't even say that. Yeah. Matt, I mean, what's your appeal? I mean, I mean, I know you've got all these you know, sort of the formal process and maybe you know, trying to get a hold of these people in positions of power. Um, but I mean, to the common people, I mean, how can we help? What's what's the what's the appeal to just people that are watching and listening to this tonight saying, I want to help Matt? What what can they do? Well, here's how you can help. Um, you can call the governor's office three times a day. Mm. You can every time the governor makes a social media post, you can comment on that post. What about Matt Strickland and Gore Meltz? You can send them three emails a day. You could just hound his office until he's forced to to 
acknowledge what happened. So that's what people nationwide have been doing. And last Tuesday, he implemented an executive order um, to shut the people up that were supporting me. Um, so what that executive order said was, and it was in direct response to my situation, that executive order um, was basically a glorified gag order. It was telling my my it was telling my supporters to shut up because it made it look like he was doing something. But in all actuality, that executive order did nothing. And I'll tell you real quick why. So uh, it had scathing language in there. It said, like, these draconian COVID mandates should have never been in place in the first place. And we're going to make sure that, you know what I mean? Just yeah, a bunch yeah. of strong language. But the actual directive of the executive order, all it said was, we're going to compile a list of businesses and individuals that have been prosecuted by COVID mandates. And we're going to get that list to the Secretary of Finance by January 15th. And then at that point, the Secretary of Finance is going to make recommendations to the governor as to what we can do for those people to help them, if anything, if anything. So the problem with that is the only deadline is January 15th. So once that list gets to the Secretary of Finance January 15th, he has an undetermined amount of time to make those recommendations to the governor. And it's the government. So you and me both know it's going to take forever <laughs> for that to happen. Yeah. And then not only that, they gave themselves an out by saying, what, if anything, we can do for those folks. So right. all they're going to say is, hey, guys, we looked at it. Really nothing we can do. So the executive order does nothing. Right. So then what do you do with your company? That's so I get that question a lot. Like, what's next? That's what people want to know. What's next? Here's the problem is I'm the only person that has taken it this far. So there's no playbook for it. Mm. There's no there's no case law on it. Nobody has taken it as far as I have taken it. So I, to be honest with you, I have no idea. I'm just taking this. I'm letting the Lord lead the way. And that's all I can do. All I know is I have to fight. That's all I know. I mean, we should have alcohol licenses anyway. That's ridiculous. Oh, yeah. Yeah. 100%. That's just ridiculous. Right. Well, we let, we, let, we let the government in yeah. to our restaurants, to our houses, when we start acknowledging the license process in the first place. Exactly. Exactly. So I have to pay uh, almost $1,100 a year for the privilege to yeah. sell alcohol. Right. What is that? Right. What is that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, tyranny, just, yeah, socialism. That's yeah, that's exactly, exactly what it is. So, Matt, where can people follow your campaign and keep in contact with you and what's going on? Yeah, so um, if you guys want to check out my campaign website, yeah, and it's uh, mattforva.com, all spelled out, m-a-t-t-f-o-r-v-a.com. And uh, if anybody wants to support me on my campaign, support somebody that's actually going to get in there and uh, represent for the people, you can do so from the website. And if you want to follow me on social media and see where this story, you know, where it progresses to, um, my social media handles are at Matt for VA. Yeah, we're going to have them down there. All right. There it is. I found him. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Hey, Matt, you hold on. We'll talk to you in just a second. Thanks for coming on the show. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids. And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. Go fight. Laugh. And feast. Merry this, Christmas. This politics. Merry Christmas. Yeah. You, you're just taking everything. Keep it going. Keep it going. Yeah. <laughs> I just, you Are you done? Are you done? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It is the duty of the free man to resist tyranny at every turn. 
Every man will either watch his freedom stripped away or take action to protect what he loves. Introducing the A3, the newest revolutionary body armor from Armored Republic. The A3 is the new standard for lightweight multi-hit body armor. A3 plates are incredibly light at 4.6 pounds. The patented design captures fragmentation while remaining multi-hit capable. The A3 will stop up to M80 ball, yet comes in at only 0.7 inches thick. The A3 is the thinnest NIJ.06 compliant or certified composite standalone plate that includes the drop test. The A3 is the first of its kind, patent pending, that combines an alloy strike face with polyethylene backing, revolutionizing body armor technology by providing strength and durability while remaining sleek and maneuverable. The A3 is the new standard in lightweight body armor. The fight against tyranny just got stronger. Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations, the world's largest classical Christian homeschooling community. I'm launching a new podcast, Refining Rhetoric. If you like cross-politics or just listen to hear what crazy stuff they're saying today, you will enjoy Refining Rhetoric. You can find us on your favorite podcast platform. I practice the 15 tools of learning by interviewing great guests, looking at current events, and talking about cryptocurrency.